0: Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Become Unlimited podcast, where my purpose is to explore and equip you with the most effective tools and practices across topics such as nutrition, fitness, emotional and mental health, spirituality, relationships, and lifestyle design. On this episode, we are joined by Anne Vandywater, Anne Vandy Water is a certified life and business coach, enthusiastic health and wellness teacher, and inspirational spiritual guide. She helps huge hearted change makers cultivate true self-mastery to authentically, healthfully, and sustainably live fully, love deeply, lead powerfully, and thrive in all ways. I mean, come on. Who would not want to live in that way? <laughs> you would think. And that being said, is the reason why... I have worked with Ann over the last couple of years because that's something that I completely aspire to do, to live in that way and make a massive change in terms of my own personal transformation, but also also helping others do the same. She's been a huge part of my own journey and this true self-mastery process that she has created based on her own embodiment of spiritual principles, practices, all of her studies and yoga and all of her personal experiences and what's worked for her, she's created this three-step process that I want her to dive into, to explain to us. And it's been super helpful for me personally. So I was very excited to have her come on the show and walk us through it. And we also talk about a lot of other juicy topics that surround each of the different steps and why each one is important. So, I hope you get a lot of value from this conversation. I truly believe you're gonna walk away with the key steps in terms of transforming yourself, understanding what are the key things that might get in the way, and the key things to think about as you're approaching creating that new life that you're aspiring to. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring Anne onto the show. Anne, welcome.
1: Thank you, it's so wonderful to be here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this long-anticipated conversation. (laughs) I know we went through a couple (laughs) of of rescheduling loops, but we're making it happen, and I couldn't be more pumped uh, to have you here. Mm -hmm, And I would have done a brief intro of you with your bio, uh, a little bit more on the formal side, but I'm curious if you can share with us from your own words uh, what you do in the world uh, today.
1: Sure. Sure. What it all comes down to is I help huge hearted change makers authentically, healthfully, and sustainably live fully, love deeply, lead powerfully, and thrive in all ways in their lives. And the way that I do this is through life and business coaching, through health and wellness practices and through spiritual guidance. And yes. so much more, but that's how we're just going to bottom line it.
0: I'm looking at you like, yeah, that was a good way to to consolidate um, all your badassness, <laughs> the way I like to say it. And um <laughs> clearly stated as to why, I mean, I've been working with you for a while now, you know, why I chose you as a, as a coach, teacher, mentor. And yeah, so thank you. And mm-hmm. I agree. It's awesome to, to hear everything you're working on. And I, I know there's so much more, which we can probably talk a little bit at the end in terms of what, what, are, what are things that are next for you and all the things that you're working on and teaching. Uh, but one thing I do know is that you have a process of transformation that you've created based on your own life experience and all the work that you've done with so many clients at this point uh, called true self mastery. And when I thought about bringing you on, that was the main thing I thought I wanted to, to talk to you about because it's been super helpful for me, first of all, because I personally love the way that you've broken this down into a systematic approach that just for me at least, makes sense. It's clear, it's practical, it's actionable. You can clearly understand where you're at. And if things feel a little bit funky, you can revisit one of those steps so you can start working on one of those. Um, So that's a big piece I'd love to talk about with you. And if you can walk us through how did the true self-mastery approach come about and what is true self-mastery?
1: Beautiful. Well, true self-mastery, For me, and I feel that it's something different for everyone, is becoming a master of who you truly are, mastering being your true self. And the way that this all came about is that's all I've ever wanted for myself my whole entire life. And that's all that I've ever wanted for every single human being on the planet. I feel that it is the master key to having a fulfilling life. And it's the master key for being able to leave this life with a sense of peace and conscious completion is when we feel like, yep, I was who I truly am in this lifetime. I consider it to be the greatest victory every single day of our lives and is the crowning glory of that mysterious day when we no longer are here in our bodies um, on planet earth. And I would say that in addition to it being the great greatest victory, like so many great victories, it's also the greatest challenge. And the reason that it's such a great challenge is because we deeply need to belong. We deeply need to know that we have allies, that we have people that love us and support us. And when we are born, hopefully there's somebody who's there to say, welcome to planet earth. Who are you? Why are you here? What is most important to you? What's your mission? And what are the gifts that you've come to share? And that is rare, I would say, very rare that a a child is born with primary caregivers or into a family of origin where that is the foundation of the parenting or the guidance or the shepherding through life. And what ends up happening usually is that we are born into families that have an idea about who we should be and what should be important to us and what we should be doing and how we should be navigating this life. And all of that gets projected onto us. And oftentimes, as children, there is either you know, complete rebelling against that. I know who I am and I know why I'm here and I know what's right for me. Or there is a coalescing and a homogenization that happens where a child just first and foremost needs shelter and food and water and clothing and all of those foundational needs met. But then the the next level of need is is love and and belonging. And so oftentimes we all at some point or another, either because of our family of origin or our peers or our school or our culture or our government or our country or all of the different ways that we can be um, I would say homogenized, we start to take on this not true self energy just so that we can get our foundational needs met and get some love and get some support and feel like we belong and then we end up with this kind of co-opted corrupted manipulated way of operating in our lives that we always have this nagging feeling of i'm not actually being who i who i truly am and I have dealt with this. I think every single person on the planet has dealt with this. I was exceedingly blessed because I, res- I remember my conception. I have very early childhood memories. And every single time that I would ask for guidance or help, my parents very much wanted me to do whatever lit me up. And they wanted me to self-actualize. Then there's, so I felt very lucky because of that, but I also felt all of this other type of pressure around me about how I was supposed to be. So I would say I was truly blessed because I did have parents. They didn't, you know, throw me out to the wolves to fend for myself, but they always were empowering me to dance to the beat of my own drummer and do things my my own ways. And at the end of my dad's life it was really quite beautiful. He said if I had to do things all over again I'd do the path that you're that you're doing because it is the path of doing things in in my own way. So all of that has led me towards going through challenges in my life and then just keep devoting myself over and over and over again to being who I, who I truly am and then helping others to do the same. And it is what I feel truly is the most important thing on the planet from the moment that we are born every single day of our lives right now, more than ever, when our consciousness and what we think is important and what we think is right and how we should be doing is being, there's so much peer pressure right now about how we should be doing things. And so, I am deeply devoted to being that person that is going to say to each person in my presence who comes to me for counsel, for coaching, for guidance, is I'm here to love you and support you and being who you truly are. And it's what I call. Reparenting, and it's a double entendre. It's I'm going to be that type of person that I wish could have been there when you were born. So that's the reparenting, so that you can learn how to parent yourself by being your number one best friend, advocate, ally, supporter, and cheerleader. And secondly, it's repair, it's R E P A I R which is it's repairing those parts of us that got damaged or wounded because we didn't have somebody who was just I love you and I support you in your self actualization. And then I also there's actually a third way of looking at it which is it, it is to repair to to pair up again with our truest deepest and highest self and that being our number one relationship. Always, so through a lot of ex- as a health and wellness teacher, my massive background is for over 25 years. I've been a yoga teacher. I became a yoga teacher before it hit the mainstream, and was one of many others who were kind of hang tenning with the collective consciousness of bringing it into mainstream consciousness and breath work, and yoga asana, and meditation, and self-inquiry, and going on a deep dive on uh, the yogic path with spirituality and embodiment practices. And then more and more people, especially one-on-one people, were coming to me to get counsel because they wanted to go deeper with it, and they wanted to learn ways of actually embodying everything that they were experiencing in their yoga practice off the yoga mat and in their day-to-day lives, 24-7 with all people, places, and things. And so then I ended up, a lot of people would come to do yoga or breathwork or meditation, but they wanted to talk and they wanted to process these things So I eventually went back to school and became an internationally certified life coach. And then I personally went through a very, very big transformation where I was teaching all day about love and light and bliss. Those were kind of my main teachings uh, at the time. But I was not always embodying that, especially in my primary relationship with the person that I was with at that time. And I ended up feeling massive incongruency because I wasn't wholeheartedly practicing and embodying what I was teaching. And I kind of ended up feeling a little bit like a fraud, which is the worst feeling ever. And so that is when I ended up going through this huge transformation realizing that if i'm in a position of leadership if i'm in a if i'm in a position of power if i'm in the position of being a teacher where people are trusting me and they're listening to me and they're actually making huge choices in their life based on some of the love and support that i'm getting giving them then they deserve to be able to trust me. They deserve to be able to know that I am going to be the living embodiment of everything that I am teaching. And what I found more and more was how incredibly prevalent that is on the planet, that it's very challenging to find people in positions of leadership that are actually living in alignment with what they say and are coming from a place of true benevolence. And so, with that, I went through this radical transformation where I was like, I'm I cannot teach anything unless I practice it. So I had this great idea. How about just start, start practicing every single thing that I teach? And so I did that. And lo and behold, I went through this radical transformation. It's like, oh, this stuff that I teach actually works. And what I ended up experiencing inside of myself are, and I will share this with you soon, are these different steps that. I feel we all have to go through in order to cultivate true self mastery, which is first you have to activate authenticity. You have to reclaim and empower yourself to know who you are, and what your purpose is, and what your values are, and what your guiding principles are, and what you actually want in in your life. And so that is the first thing that I do with everyone and i have deep deep soul memories that this has been a role of mine across the tides of time and space and the quantum field of consciousness when i think of myself as a multidimensional soul it's like oh i've been doing this a long long time and it's why it's the foundation of, of everything because One of the main things that I find is that there, I've done this, I've worked with a lot of people who start trying to navigate their choices in life with people, places, and things, and they start to create things in their life, but then they end up building and growing what I call a fake tree. It's not really an authentic tree healthy tree that they want to sustainably grow. Maybe it's, oh, I was doing this job because I could make a lot of money at it, but my heart's not really in it. And I think it's a bunch of malarkey or I'm living in this place because I think that that's what, you know, success and fulfillment is, but it actually isn't right for me. And you end up pouring all of this time and all of this energy into something that actually isn't authentically what you want for yourself. And I would say that that's the most courageous part of the work is returning first and foremost to that, that just getting real with yourself. And so that first step, authenticity activation, is I help people get clear about their purpose, which is what deeply fulfills you 24 seven, no matter where you are or who you're with. And then the next part is what are your core values, which is your guiding principles or your own sacred laws or your own golden rules that you want to live in alignment with to know that you are on track with your own integrity. And then what's the message that you want to remind yourself of every single day to help you stay aligned with your truest, deepest, highest self. And then what's the, what is that message that you feel that's not only important for you, that you also feel is important for everybody to remember? And then your big vision. Which is what's your big vision for your health and wellness, for your home, for your vehicle, for your work, for and your career, and your offerings, for your right livelihood, for your philanthropy, for your relationships with family, friends, a significant other. What's your vision for your money and your finances? What's your vision for your... Personal growth and your evolution as a human being, and what's your vision for travel and leisure and creativity, and what's your vision for your soul and your spirit, which is a lot to get clear about. But if you don't know what you want to create and you don't get real with yourself about what you want to create, then you're going to haphazardly be creating. And oftentimes we have to actually get clear about what we want and then start to create it in order to find out if we actually want it or not. So that you don't end up with either, I don't know what I want, or, (laughs) and then you end up just having this kind of, maybe it's fun, but a a little bit of a, a randomness to your life. Or you end up having this fear of missing out, the good old FOMO, because you didn't actually try to create what you want to create. Or you end up creating something that you're like, why did I spend so much time and energy creating this thing? So in order to get clear about all of that, a lot of people do something with me before that or kind of around that time, which is what I call a, a true self-mastery reading. And that is a blend of three very powerful bodies of wisdom that I've combined together because I find they're such a good team and because they can give you a lot of information on a soul level about what you've chosen as a soul to create in your life what your purpose is, what those guiding principles are, core messages that you want to embody and share, and then your vision for your life. And those three bodies of wisdom are human design, which was created by an amazing teacher named Ra Uruhu, the Gene Keys, which was created by another amazing teacher of mine named Richard Rudd, and then the North and South Node of Astrology. And all of those bodies of wisdom give you a lot of information that you can then work with when you go through the process of authenticity activation, getting clear about your purpose, values, message, and vision. So those are very foundational parts of the work that I do. And then the next level is once you get clear about all of that, like I shared earlier, how do you embody it? (laughs) The embodiment part, I would say, is the most important part because we can all go to a great workshop and get clear about our purpose, but if we're not living it and we're not thinking, feeling, speaking, acting, relating with people, places, and things in relationship and in alignment with that, then it just becomes another workshop we took or another journal entry that we wrote. So the embodiment part is what I call vibration transformation. So how do you transform your vibration so that you become a resonant match with your purpose, values, message, and vision? These are all self-love, And they are self-care practices or what I now like to call self-worth practices. Because all of these practices help you to feel like you're worth it. You're worth having a life of purpose and value and to have a powerful message and to manifest your vision. And the foundations of vibration transformation are nutrition, movement, breath work, meditation, mental and emotional management, physical cleansing, prayer and affirmation, and rest, relaxation, and sleeping. And what I find all of these practices do when you combine them together is they help you to clear stress, tension, and heavy energy. They help you to clear subconscious limiting patterning that you picked up from taking on that not-self energy in your life. They help you to heal and restore your relationship with your truest, deepest, and highest self. And they help you to create the life force energy that you need to manifest your purpose, values, message, and vision. And it happens on multidimensional levels. It happens physically, mentally, emotionally, on a soul and a spiritual level. Simulta- and it's all one of a kind for each and every person. There's so many programs that are out there that are like a cookie cutter formula like everybody should be eating like this or everybody should be exercising like this or everybody should be meditating or breathing like this. And so I work with my clients to create one of a kind, unique self-love, self-care, self-worth practices that work for them and work for their lifestyle so that they feel again, they're not taking on not-self energy. They're staying aligned with who they, they really are. And the next step after that, those are very, very foundational pieces. And both of those, by the way, I always say we don't tattoo these things on our soul. Like, this is it and I'm going to stick with this forever because we're always growing and evolving. We all we, we all have different seasons in our lives, different phases in our lives. And so those are the authenticity activation. It's every single day. We activate our authenticity and we revisit our purpose, values, message and vision every single day. And then all of the self-love, self-care, self-worth practices that are part of vibration transformation, that's the same thing. We constantly revisit and we constantly shift those things so that you stay aligned. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And before you move to the third one, yeah. uh, can you speak a little bit to the vibration part just in case folks are listening and they're like, what does she mean by transforming my vibration?
1: Yeah. So our vibration is the energy that we embody and that we expand out into the world. So our thoughts, our beliefs, our feelings, our words, our actions, the way that we enter, the way that we relate with people, places, and things create a vibration. They create an energy. They create a frequency. So even if right now I'm just thinking, ah, so awesome to be with jonathan that's going to create a frequency inside of me and it's going to put that frequency out there but if i was thinking like i don't want to be here with jonathan right then that would be putting a frequency through all of my through my whole entire inner realm and that would be expanding that out into the world and then if you and i always say that vibrations a little bit like uh you know, in my book, I write this about this, like, have you ever been around some someone or something and you're like, it kind of smells like dog poo and you can't tell where it's from. And it's like, everyone's like, I didn't step in dog poo, but you can smell it and you can sense it. That's a little bit how vibration is. So it could be like, Ooh, that vibration smells really good, or that vibration does not smell very good. But there have been huge tests, uh, actual tests done about vibration and the impact that it has in the world. So as huge hearted change makers, it's one of the most powerful ways that we can be the change that we want to see in the world and that we can bring vibrations in the world that we know are going to make a positive difference is by always being aware of the vibration that we're embodying and that we're internally creating and that we're putting out in in the world. And also being incredibly mindful about the vibrations that we choose to be around, because we've all heard that we become the vibration of the five people that we spend the most time with. So it's very important about the vibration of what we're watching with our eyes. What are we listening to with our ears? What are we tasting with our mouth? What are we touching with our hands? What are we exposing ourselves to? Yeah. So when it comes to vibration transformation and transforming your vibration. It's transforming the vibration of all of your habits, your rituals, the way that you do your life so that it's a match for your vision. Because if you've got, let's say you've got the vision of Here's one. I'm heading down to teach it at Rancho La Puerta in about five days, down just over the border in in, uh, Tacati and Baja. And in order to manifest that vision, I have to be the resonant match for that vision. So there are things I have to think. I'm going to Mexico on Saturday. I have to believe that we're going to get there. I have to feel excitement and commitment and devotion. I have to write a packing list. I have to pack, we have to put everything in the car, we have to make sure there's gas in the tank, we have to have the GPS directions, we have to drive there, I have to co-create all of this with, with my partner so that we're on the same page. So that's me transforming my vibration of my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings, my words, my actions, and the way that I relate so that it matches the outcome that I want and so that I can do what I call magnetically manifest my vision. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, And that makes sense in relation to you speaking to the the not true self, because as you embody that not true self, you are literally vibrating as that person. So you will keep by default creating things in your life that are matching that.
1: Exactly. Yep and I've experienced, I've just had radical, radical transformations happen in my life in both directions, in the direction of what I want to create and what I don't want to create according to my vibration. Yeah. So it's all about it's, and it's, you know, I always say I'm a high maintenance pony. You know, if I want to be able to create what I want to create, then I have to be very, very aware of my vibration constantly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, I have, I literally have a sign on my wall that says, what are you broadcasting today?
1: (laughs) That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: All right. So I think, we're good to move to how to magnetically manifest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so the reason that I call it magnetic manifestation is because to manifest means to create something. And a lot of times people think mm, uh That manifestation is just, you get clear about what you want and then it's going to happen. But my way of doing that is a little bit different than that, which is the going back to the whole part of, I have to be the living embodiment. My vibration has to match what I want to create. When I'm a match in my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings, my words, my actions, my relationships with people, places, And things, then I become like a magnet and I can magnetize things to me that I want. And this isn't possible if you don't have the other parts in play. First of all, because we're always magnetizing, we're always manifesting. But if we're not authentically activating, and authentically aligned with what we want to create, then we can manifest a bunch of stuff and magnetize a bunch of stuff that we don't really want. And we end up going, wait, how did this happen? And, it said, and then it's like, well, make sure that you're actually clear about what you want first and foremost. And then secondly, check in with your vibration and check in and make sure that you're doing all of the things that are going to help you to magnetize what you want to you. So when it comes to that, it's incorporating all of that, but with those specific visions that you want to create. So for instance, I just talked about the vision of going to Mexico, I have to have a master to-do list. I have to have a time set when that's going to actually happen. I have to know what my guiding principles are. I have to have a, a list of every single thing that I need in order to be able to manifest that vision of getting to Mexico. Then I have to time block it. It has to be in my schedule I have there's I have to time block my my preparation for all of that. I have to be in relationship with my partner and make sure that we're on the same page with that. And then I also have to tap into some higher frequencies. So in addition to all of that very practical down to earth part of manifesting, there's also I would say the more magical or mystical parts of all of that. So, for me, that's prayer. That's asking for help. That's asking for for guidance from my truest, deepest, and highest self, from my guides and my masters, from God, goddess, if you believe in that, and from the angels and the archangels, if you believe in that. And everybody has different beliefs, My baseline for it is your truest, deepest, and highest self. You call upon that part of you to lead you and guide you and direct you and protect you. Also, another way of magnetically manifesting is calling upon your future self who's already magnetically manifested to ask for guidance about the steps to take. And then another huge part of this is... So I would say the the left brain, which is the analytical, logical, practical, down-to-earth part of who we are, where we're in a 3D reality and there are things that need to be packed in a suitcase, that's one half of magnetic manifestation. The other side is our right brain, which is our intuitive, creative, more mystical, spiritual mysterious, and also is the rapid problem solver is actually our right brain. So we have magnetic manifestation is about using both parts of our brain, which again, is a huge part of true self mastery. For me, it's about bringing all of our mastery to the table a lot of time with manifestation, it's just focusing on the spiritual part, but then there's not the practical down to earth. And then vice versa, oftentimes we're told, oh, just do your master to-do list and time block and just get her done, but we're not tapping into our right brain. So that is my approach to all of that. And what I find is that When we bring all of our mastery to the table, then we can manifest what we want in our lives. But on the way, there are all sorts of tests that we have to pass. I remember once when I bought, this was back in 2005, and I still drive this car because I love it so much. I drive a 2005 Prius, Toyota Prius, cuz it's considered to be the best vehicle on the planet for the environment. And even more important than everything that I'm I've been talking about is making sure that we honor the land and we honor the nature spirits because without our planet, we don't have we don't have a home. So, I'm always thinking about how can we take care of the planet? And in 2005, I ordered a Toyota Prius and there was like a Five month waiting list for it. And I was very clear. I wanted this color that's called Driftwood Pearl and I wanted package number nine, which was fully loaded. And every single month Toyota would call me and they said, well, we have a white one with package number nine. And I'd say, no, thank you. I want Driftwood Pearl with package number nine. Then the next month they'd Call back and they said, okay, we have Driftwood Pearl, but it's package number three. And I'd say, no, thank you. I want Driftwood Pearl with package number nine. This happened four months in a row. After month four, this is what I said to them. I know you want me to have a car, but I'm 100% certain about exactly what I want. And I am going to wait until I have it. And they didn't call me again until they had Driftwood Pearl package number nine. And then I got exactly what I wanted and I got exactly what I visioned. But what I had to do is I had to maintain my vibration of what I authentically wanted and not to wobble on what I actually want and not to settle as well. And that is a huge, huge part of. Manifesting is passing those tests, and then having to go back and say, "Do I really want what I want?" And sometimes you realize, like, "No, I actually don't want it." So I'm going to take that off of my vision list. Or I want it, but I wanted it a little bit different than how I originally thought I I wanted it. Or no, I really, really want it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay the course. So those are my three foundational steps. And what ends up happening to me is I end up doing a lot of work like I've done with you, which is, it's not only life coaching, but it's also business coaching. And because I work with entrepreneurs, visionaries, leaders, change makers, people that really want to make a positive difference is it's like, well, how do I actually create my suite of offerings So that I can be of the greatest service possible on the planet. And so that is what I call legacy of light. And that is the suite of offerings that you create, just like I've created with true self-mastery readings, authenticity activation, vibration transformation, and magnetic manifestation. So that the people that I work with, whether they are on the planet, but... Who knows, maybe you want to go off grid for like a month, but you want to still be able to be of of service that's here. Or when you're no longer on the planet, that your offerings and your legacy lives on and can help those that walk the path after you. Yeah. And I also coach coaches how to coach. I coach yoga teachers how to teach yoga. And those are kind of my, that's my big, I would say blueprint for all of it.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And every time I hear it, there's always so much there for me too, personally. So it's awesome just hearing it again. And in terms of the the magnetic manifestation piece, I think uh, it was really great for me to hear again, the practical side, but also the, again, you can name it whatever you want, but there's this asking for guidance for the unseen forces, because we can't do it all really. You know, it's like, we don't keep our heartbeat going. There's something that keeps it going. So it's that yeah. same intelligence that we're alluding to here. And when we tap into that and take action, like you're saying the combination, I mean, I I've seen it work also <laughs> to, yeah. to do the, through what you're saying. And it's, it's, magical what's yeah. possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is and that's to me is what mastery is. It's like I'm going to use all of my faculties. I'm mm-hmm. going to use all of who I am in order to create this life of true self-mastery of being who I am and creating what I've come to create and and being of service in the way that is going to be of true benefit on on the planet.
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. So, as you've seen, so many people embark on this process. You know, let's say someone starts uh, to go through some of these some of these pieces. What is the thing you encounter the most that people find the most difficult, or what are what is the most common reason maybe people stop the the Mm. transformational process?
1: I would say uh, the the subconscious limiting beliefs are the are the most challenging. And again, those come from our relationships. And I would say the original wound comes from our family of origin or our primary caregivers. Then it can expand out into teachers or guides, friends, culture, society. And We all get conditioned with these limiting beliefs of how we need to be in order to fit in, and right now on the planet, we have a lot of people that are not necessarily staying aligned with what they feel is right for them because. They're afraid they're not going to be able to travel or they're afraid that they're not going to be able to go to a grocery store. There's a lot of people right now that are having to, they feel like they have to abandon their own alignment. They feel like they have to abandon their own integrity to fit in with what they are being told they have to do in order to be a free being. And I would say that is the biggest challenge. That's there are things that are currently happening on our planet, but that's always been going on in greater, lesser degrees. And I would say it is the biggest challenge of who sacrifices are going to be made if I'm going to stay aligned with who I truly am. And it's harrowing at times. Times and especially a lot of the ways that these self limiting beliefs are developed is when we go through a big challenge or a big upset, or usually when we go through a big trauma in our lives. And when we go through a big trauma and we feel this overwhelming emotion and we form a belief about what that means about us, or that's what it means about the world and then we end up stuck in this neuro pathway of this is the way that it is and we we have this groove that becomes even though we might be completely dissatisfied or unfulfilled there's a tendency for our central nervous system and our limbic system to override when we're like i need to change i need to transform and our limbic system just wants to keep us safe. Our central nervous system just wants to keep us safe. So it will keep us in those grooves of what we know, even if it's a completely limited expression of who we truly are, just so that we're quote unquote safe. And I would say that that is the most prevalent thing that I see over and over again. It takes. A tremendous amount of courage and courage means comes from the root word kur, which means heart. You have to have a deep level of love and devotion to your truest, deepest, and highest self and to your path of consciousness and self realization to stay the course and to rewire your brain and to, and to heal from trauma and upset and, and challenge and to stay the course with what your truest, deepest, highest self is guiding you to do. And it's no small, it's no small feat, but it's the, I am always every single day thinking about if this was my last day or whenever my last day is, did I live in integrity with who I am? did i did I let go of some of those temporary things that seem like they are going to be lasting pleasure or fulfillment or freedom in order to go for the the big guns, which is self-realization and and enlightenment? and that's that's different for each of us. But that, I would say, is the number one challenge and why a lot of people are like, you know, just keep me in the matrix. I'll keep taking the blue pill and I'll, I'll just keep with this, with this program. Cause it's, it's t- the work is too hard, but the reward of staying the course and rewiring yourself and transforming your vibration and living an authentic life and magnetically manifesting the life that you vision for yourself and creating your gifts and leaving them on the planet nothing is more amazing and fulfilling and and satisfying is that but it takes someone who's deeply div- who's going for mastery yep
0: every day
1: every you day. know this better
0: than anyone also yep. <laughs> every
1: day yep <laughs> yeah
0: so In addition to that, I think, first of all, that's a great uh, or just well said to remind folks that this is it. This it's not a walk in the park, but. Is it worth it? I mean, is there any question left?
1: (laughs) I just got all over chills. (laughs) Yes, it's worth it because I feel it's why we came here. Mm
0: -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, when it comes to the. I think mainly in doing your approach, the vibration transformation process is where things really start to change as it relates to people, places, and things that are in your life. So, things to say the least will start to literally change <laughs> by a lot, and it's different for everyone, like you said. So, maybe if you can share a bit on whether it's inspiration or techniques, tips, whatever you would suggest for folks when they do embark on it, because the one thing that they can expect is for things to change in their lives. There will be a period of unknowns. Um, So how would you suggest, or what would you say to folks when they do encounter that? Because it's almost out of the question that it's just a matter of when, when you do uh, embark on this process.
1: So when you start to transform your own vibration, when you devote yourself to being authentically who you truly are, you personally will go through this trifecta transformation. You will go through a clearing, a healing, and a a blessing or a creation or a manifestation. You will be clearing not self-energy. You will be healing your relationship with yourself and who you truly are. And you will be consciously cultivating those beliefs, thoughts, feelings, words, actions, and your ways of relating that are aligned with your truest, deepest, and highest self. That's all an inside game. The more that you do that, the more that you're going to see your inner work reflected in the outer world of people, places, and things. And you will notice that your outer world goes through the exact same process that you went through inside of yourself. Clearings will start to happen. People, places, and things that are not a match for your inner work Will start to fall away. And one of my very, very favorite sayings, it'll either be, you will be rejected or you will reject. Both will happen. You'll either feel like, I don't want to be in the presence of this person, place, or thing anymore because it, I can't be who I truly am or i'm not being loved and supported and being who I truly am, or this person, place, or thing wants me to stay how I used to be when I was not aligned with who I truly am and what's most important to me and that's very challenging, especially if you've had a relationship for a long time to feel to feel that, and it might be oh, I used to be with this person, place, or thing every single day of my life. Maybe I still want them, this person, place, or thing in my life, but maybe it's once a week or maybe it's once a month or maybe it's once a year or maybe I have a boundary with myself where it won't be loving and kind to myself if I consciously choose to be in the presence of this person, place, or thing. So that's One level of the clearing. The other is when the person, place, or thing, quote unquote, rejects you. Oftentimes, this happens because it's—I, it's my favorite thing in the world is being around people that are on a transformational path and want to activate their highest potential. It's the kind of person that I most love to be with, like across the boards. It's why I'm here with you right now because we're on we're on parallel paths in that way. But oftentimes, when you are on that path of transforming your vibration, living an authentic life, and actually manifesting the life that you vision for yourself, it can get very uncomfortable for others. And one is because it's a very, it's a high vibrational state of being, it's very alkaline energy, and it can start to create a cleansing response for them. It can start to bring up for those people the ways that they're not living in alignment with who they are and why they're here and what's most important to them. And sometimes there can be a projection of, well, who the heck does he think he is? And that's true. And that's that's real. And then sometimes because of that, there will be a rejection that happens, or it will just be, we're just not on the same path, or we're not on the same wavelength. And one of my very favorite, favorite sayings is rejection is God's protection. So it's, if you don't believe in God, then say rejection is life's protection. Whether you're saying this isn't right for me, or someone else is saying this is not right for me. But just trusting, that's really what it takes, is trusting that the internal work that you're doing is creating uh, vibrational waves in your external world and to expect it. And then start to, I've gone through so many initiations in my life, but I'm getting quicker at recognizing when that is the case. I'm like, "Oh, it's just not aligned." And instead of whining and complaining, kicking and screaming, having a drama, suppressing it, it's just like trust, trust, trust. Have faith in the energetics that this is what's happening and then return back. This is how all of my blueprints work with when you're growing a healthy, sustainable, authentic tree for yourself always go back to, wait, do I really want this? Is this authentic for me? Is this aligned with my purpose? Is this aligned with my values and my guiding principles? Is this aligned with my message? Is this aligned with my vision? If it is, then it's like pulling weeds out of a garden or when you have to chop off some dead branches. It's like, ooh, just think of how your garden would be If you didn't prune and you didn't weed, and that's what happens with our relationships with people, places, and things, things get weeded out and things get pruned. And then here we go. We're going to go all the way back to honor the land, honor nature, because nature, everything that I'm talking about is natural. It's why it makes sense. It's not like it's some big, you know like what the heck is she talking about it's it all makes sense and the reason it makes sense is it's all based on natural laws and then you go back to oh i'm going to love myself i'm going to care for myself i just got rejected i'm going to go for a walk i'm going to meditate i'm going to pray i'm going to breathe i'm going to rest i'm going to do all of those things to tend to myself then the next part is The more that you are healing your connection with other people, places, and things, the more that you will want that healing frequency with everyone and with everything around you and to maintain that sense because healing means wholeness. So in order to maintain that sense of wholeness, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit are congruently working together and are aligned then that becomes something very precious. And when you're in the world of people, places, and things, it's like, do I want to rake myself over the coals and create more upset and more wounds and more trauma that's not necessary? Or do I want to politely remove myself so that I can stay in a place of wholeness? from this environment with this person, place, or thing, or maybe they're feeling the same way. It's like, whoa, you are transforming. You are evolving. You're growing too fast for me. It doesn't feel good for me. It's actually create, I don't feel whole. I feel like my cage is getting rattled. And I'd say that that is something where it requires a huge degree of respect and honor and compassion when our vibration when we're changing is actually not healing for somebody else it's actually kind of upsetting for them because they're just not it's not right for them that's why we say may this unfold in the divine right time and in the divine right way and it might be like oh they they don't want to go through that level would be kind of like if you were asked to go from being a white belt to being a black belt in like 24 hours, it's impossible. So maintaining that like, oh, what's the healing frequency for everyone and trusting that. And then the last thing is the more that you start to create and the more that you start to manifest when in the outer world, Again, if people aren't doing that or they're creating and they're manifesting something that they don't like, that can be jostling for them. Or it can also be like, whoa, you're you're rapidly manifesting and I, you know, you're at a gallop pace, then it might, you might not want to go and spend a week with somebody who just wants to get by in life when you're like, I'm going for thriving and so that's where a lot of discernment comes as well so these are the ways it manifests and it's just a natural thing and it all just comes down to what you see what you what you are working on you will see the the results of and part of that has to do with things falling away things not working out things Yeah. Falling by, by the wayside. And I think one of the main ways that looping back to when you said, what's one of the biggest challenges, that's one of the biggest challenges. And I've, I've gone through it so much in my life now, so many initiations where I'm like, wow, this seemed like it was like the Maha, like the highest level of accomplishment, but it wasn't aligned for whatever reason and I had to say, namaste, thank you, but this is, this is not right and I have to let it go. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there was two words that as you were sharing that, I mean, you mentioned courage yeah. earlier. <laughs> and yeah. as you shared all of that, it was just reminding me like the word courage was just growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger Yeah. because that's essentially what it takes in facing all of this. And then the other word that came up was trust. And yeah. it as well, which can be very hard to do, especially to your point. As it seems, we're undoing a lot of the historical patterns that maybe it's very difficult for us to trust, especially when it's unknown.
1: Great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And get
0: even even uh, harder, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the you know that's the right brain part of us is the trust and the faith. That's my daily prayer is, uh, you know, grant me the faith and trust to know that this is all unfolding in the divine right time and in the divine right way. Yeah. And I'm asking my truest, deepest, highest self for that. Yeah. And the courage to stay aligned with that. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm looking at time and this has become a a masterclass in true self mastery, which is exactly <laughs> what my intention was. So there you go. I've created uh, something that I was very clear about.
1: <laughs> Yay, so good. <laughs> which
0: is awesome. Uh, so thank you so much. And I want to make sure I give you a chance. Is there anything that you might add uh, based on anything that you've shared, or or anything you want to touch on before we start to close out?
1: Hmm. Just it all comes down to I love you and I support you. That's my, that's, and be who you truly are. I love you and I support you in being who you truly are and, and cultivating true self mastery every single day. Yes.
0: Love that. And I think everything you mentioned too, as it relates to the things we encounter, people like you are the people uh, that we have available to us when we are experiencing the massive process and transformation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, and so we're re- in it
0: yeah it's and it never ends <laughs> yeah that was the other piece I wanted to say because you mentioned how many times you've gone through this process right because it 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 happens multiple times throughout your lifetime it's not once it's not a couple it just keeps evolving and evolving and evolving but like you said that's what we're here to do and yeah. that's where the courage and the trust comes in like we were saying
1: yes, absolutely
0: yeah so Tell us and where can people find you? What's next? If people want to work with you, reach out, connect with you, give us all the, deets, the details.
1: Yes. So you can always find me at anvandywater.com. That's A N N E V A N D E W A T E R.com. And what is next is taking my whole entire suite of offerings. And making it available to everyone at the level that they want to participate at. Whether it is my newsletter, social media, a book, an online course, an online group, an in-person group, one-on-ones, trainings. And just continue to expand and grow this entire suite of offerings, so that it's available to everyone everywhere, no matter how they want to enter into the true self mastery realm.
0: Mm, talk about leaving a legacy, huh
1: <laughs> that's that's my that is my my plan, and I have a lot of work to do, so I'm just gonna. Keep showing up every single day. I'm so excited every single day to create everything that I'm creating and to stay on path and on mission and on purpose and and to leave gifts on on this planet. Leave them while I'm give them while I'm here and leave them when I when I blip into the great mystery.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Well, thank you first of all for sharing all of your wisdom with us and just thank you for being who you are and everything you do in the world it's having a massive impact and you can just feel the energy rippling out even as you're talking so thank you so much for that and for yeah sharing this time with me appreciate yeah, it
1: and thank you for being on this parallel path with me and for bringing so much goodness and wisdom into the world it's really my honor and blessing to know you
0: Mm, wouldn't have it any other way
1: yay
0: (laughs) all right thank you
1: (laughs) thank you